God bless you, friends and family. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining me. This is Gail Manizak. And praise the Lord. Today, I'm going to talk by talk about walking by faith. <clears throat> Which I say a lot of times to friends and uh, family that, you know, are walking through things that are difficult. Or walking through things where your emotions are affecting you. We walk by faith, not by sight. And so, um, multiple times in a day, we are challenged with that fact that we are walking by faith, not by our sight. So let's begin, if you want to follow me, in Acts chapter 8, verse 26, where um, he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge with all the treasury of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. The spirit told Philip, he said, go to that chariot and stay near it. And then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Excuse me. So Philip took this proverbial, say, long walk on a short pier. He had been having an immensely successful revival in Samaria with many conversions and healings and signs, wonders were manifesting in Acts chapter 8 and Philip immediately left all that he left it all to follow the instructions from an angel of the Lord to go down to the desert um, in Acts chapter 8 where he was to encounter this Ethiopian official So just imagine the scene with this uninvited Philip running up to the chariot of the queen's treasure, then jogging alongside of it. Talk about walking by faith. That's really walking by faith or, or more so in this case, running by faith. (laughs) One of the Ethiopian treasures, uh, guards come, could easily have outrun or run Philip through with a spear or, or harmed him. But the Spirit of God, chapter 8, verse 29, was the instigator of Philip's faith walk, and the Ethiopian high official was wonderfully ministered to by Philip. <clears throat> Philip was saved, he was baptized in water, and then he went on his way in his uh, rejoicing in his newfound salvation. When you find that in chapter 8, verse 36. And um, Philip's obedience to the Lord's prompting is a classic example or a classic biblical example of God's desire that we walk by faith and not by sight. See 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7. So Philip didn't see the results in advance, but rather... You know what? He stepped forth in faith, in obedience to what he perceived that was God's leading. By faith. Amen. So when it comes to witnessing, let let us take some of these long walks on some short piers ourselves. What do we have to lose? What's the worst thing that might happen? We might get rejected. We, We might get made fun of. We might get ignored. What's the best that might happen? The person with whom we share the gospel gets saved and spends eternity in heaven. Amen. 
So that versus the 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 rejection we might face, or the uh, or the fact that we might be ignored, or whatever, we might be made fun of. It's worth it for that one person to get saved if we could look at it like that. So today, our mission field is all around us. Each morning, ask the Lord to allow us, each of us, to touch someone's life for Jesus. And then we need to listen. Listen to the promptings as you pray that way. Listen to the promptings inclining you to speak to this or that person. And then do it. Uh, take, Take that walk of faith. Step forth on the the power of the Holy Spirit leading you. Be emboldened by the scripture's exhortation that we walk by faith, not by sight, or even by mental calculations. Amen. Acts chapter 9 verse 32, as as Peter traveled about the country, he went to visit the saints in Lydia. Verse 33, there he found a man named Aeneas, and I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but anyway, a paralytic who had been bedridden for eight years. So this man, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and take care of your mat. Immediately this man got up and all those who lived in Lydia and who lived in Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. So look what that one miracle did. But you know, we have to do our part. We have to reach out. We have to lay hands on the sick. We have to do what God says to do, whatever that is. So healing is in in an area where we have numerous opportunities to just walk by faith and not by sight. Just go ahead and do it. Believe Jesus when he said that you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Mark 16 Verse 18, believe God when he said, I am the Lord who heals you. Exodus 15, and then believe Jesus took up our infirmities and carried our diseases, it says in Matthew 8, 17. So that's what Peter did. Walking in faith in the Lord, Peter boldly spoke to the crippled man and he said to him, he said, Jesus Christ heals you, get up. And Aeneas, <laughs> oh, sometimes it's so hard to pronounce these names. He did get up and, and he astounded the populations of two entire towns turned to the Lord. All because a believer was willing to walk by faith and not by sight. So his eyesight told Peter that the man was seriously crippled, but his faith... Peter's faith told him that Jesus would heal the man. And he acted on that faith as as what we should do. And then there was a a two-city revival that followed. And then remember the Apostle Paul in Acts 14, 8 through 10, and Lystra said there, there said a man crippled in his feet who was lame from birth and he never walked. He listened to Paul as Paul was speaking, and Paul looked directly at him, saw that he had faith to be healed, and called out, Stand up on your feet. And at at that, the man jumped up and began to walk. So 
here Paul, he knew that Jesus was the healer. <clears throat> excuse me, but Paul said, or excuse me, Paul still had to walk by faith, not by sight. He had to step forth in obedience to the word of God, declaring that Jesus still heals today. Jesus, the healer, according to Hebrews 13 and 8, is still, is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the Bible says. So how, how will people be healed if we don't step out in faith? No one's ever going to be healed. In 1 John 5, 14 and verse 15, this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Amen. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. And Matthew 21, verses 21 and 22, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. Verse 22. So if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So we need to take some big giant steps and not baby steps anymore. And, and, Let's bring God some big requests, not just little ones. God is able to do all that we could ever think or even imagine. There is, the Bible says, nothing impossible with him. So we need to trust the Lord. And confidently ask God and believe him for healings, for miracles and revivals in our cities. Hebrews 11 verse 8, by faith Abraham when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, he obeyed and he went. So even though he did not know where he was going, he still went. Amen. How did you do that? By faith. He believed God and he did it by faith. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. The Lord had said to Abraham, leave your country, your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. So Abram left as the Lord had told him and they set out for the land of Canaan and they arrived there. So Abraham was an example right there of walking by faith and not by sight in life's decisions. So God spoke and 75-year-old Abraham obeyed, not knowing where he was going, but he had heard from God and that was enough to go on, so he did. Let me add here that Abraham had certainly heard from God. If he had not heard from God, then his going would have been presumption, not faith. So he heard from God and then he took that step of faith. It is important uh, to make that distinction because presumption can lead to a lot of hurt and it can lead to a lot of damage in people's lives. But faith in God, when God clearly speaks and leads, that's the path of blessing. So even if, if on the surface it doesn't all seem to add up, we can trust that it's going to because God is leading us. <clears throat> Hebrews 11 verse 
Galatians chapter 3, verse 2, I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit by observing the law or by believing what you heard? Acts 19, Paul asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? 19, verse 2 and verse 6. And they, their answer was, no, we have not heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Verse 6, when Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. So in this case, ministering the mighty baptism of the Holy Spirit to others is at least to some degree always a step of faith. You have no visible certainty in advance what will what results will come, but you do have the certainty of the promises of God's word. So the apostle Paul knew that Paul he received the spirit by believing. So then Paul spoke God's truth to them and then he stepped out in faith like the same as we should be doing. And he lays he laid his hands on them, and they received the Spirit, and spoke in tongues and prophesied. Let me see here. Um, back in 1971, I can remember publicly answering the altar call for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I was at my home church and um, God blessed and I received what I was seeking and that was the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the, the power of God in the infilling of the Holy Spirit in conclusion let me go ahead and conclude here the challenges are constantly changing you know, it might be uh, personal witnessing, praying for the sick, responding to the Holy Spirit's prompting, praying the prayer of faith for a great need, ministering the baptism with the Spirit to others, and a host of other opportunities. And that which is common in all of them is that we walk by faith, not by sight. That is that we have to, if we learn nothing else, we have got to learn that. If we don't do that, we are walking by our, our just our own thoughts, our uh, maybe even our emotions, and that's what we don't want to do. But we want to walk by faith and um, walk by what God is saying, not by sight. So we need to study God's word. In closing, we need to pray for guidance. We need to respond in obedience and faith. Faith in God and faith in his word. He will never, never, never fail you.